number 20, Steve Barclay, arrived at the NHS with a bit of form. As Health Minister in 2018, he acquired a reputation, and writing about Barclay, the editor of the HSJ said, and I quote, He's a real nightmare, vindictive, arrogant, a bully, hostile to the NHS, a micromanager of the wrong things. Wow. And for good measure, quote, he made few friends in the NHS. Well, Barclay's backing Rishi, and if poll rate ratings are anything to go by, Liz will be looking for a replacement health secretary, but for now, we're stuck with him. He once recorded a podcast for a journalist at The Telegraph speculating about training nurses in two years, not three. Yes, you could create a curriculum to produce a qualification in two years. You could train an air traffic controller in six weeks, but I wouldn't fancy getting on a plane. Knowing how to do the job is not the same as performing in the job. The Germans have a word for it. It's called praxis. Now I hear he's been discussing at NHSE, do nurses need a degree? A nursing degree? Well, another sort of qualification would certainly be possible. There's a third question he hasn't asked, so I will. Do we want either of the first two? These skilling nurses in a technologically advanced healthcare system, well, it's not a good move, doesn't bode well for quality and safety. However, with 400 nurses a week walking away and applications to train as a nurse nosediving by 8%, it's right to have a conversation about the future. Nursing is complex. One research database lists 74,000 NHS job titles. The majority are nurses. Retitling is a cunning way around a gender for change pay scales. It's confusing and annoys the hell out of nurses who see their seniority and skills diluted. Barclay, I'd guess, won't be around for much longer, in case he's minded to leave an envelope for his successor, here are eight suggestions. Number one, pay. There's a lot of research saying pay is not a key determinant. No one becomes a nurse to get rich. But, and it's a big but, with the economy heating up, it's increasingly significant. I'm hearing there are 13 London hospitals with food banks, and that's not unique. Nurse pay needs a serious second look. Agenda for change, mainly changing. Number two, forgive nurses' university loans. The repayment, earning threshold as it's described, is £27,295 a year. So you don't pay anything back until you get to the twenty-seven grand mark. Now this puts bands four and five into repayment territory. It's not a big deal for Her Majesty's government to scrap it and it would be a very big signal to show that nurses are valued. Number three, outlaw downdrift in bands. Now, that's a bit complicated but it's too easy to move a nurse into, a, into work at a lower band. It's mean and rebanding disincentivizes changing career direction. For example, a band six or seven wanting to switch to community nursing for the second half of their career, well, they'll be downgraded. Why do it? Number four, fun postgraduate diploma courses. It's another way into nursing, cost-effective and easy, just do it. Number five, nursing associates. Probably 
Most care is delivered by support workers and nursing associates are a type of support worker. There's a role for skilled support workers, but increasingly their workload and responsibility is exploitative and without accredited training. Number six, motivators and hygiene factors. <laughs> no, not hand washing. Hertzberg, and I link to Henry Hertzberg's work in the e-letter this morning. Have a look. That's what he called hygiene factors are. Factors leading to job satisfaction, which are separate from those that lead to job dissatisfaction. Think rotor flexing, mandatory breaks, hot affordable food, 24-7, creche, car parking charges, scout to income. Then think bullying and speaking up. Number seven, continued professional development. In 2019, Javid announced a £1,000 personal development budget for every nurse, midwife and AHP for their continuing professional development. Well, it's been swallowed up in trust training budgets, so fish it out, make them give it back, use it in an accountable, transparent way so in the individual can see the benefit. Number eight, returners. It's a horrible labyrinth to get through. Since its launch in 2014, only 8,000 nurses have returned, 20 a week. When people come back, don't expect everyone over 50 to do 12-hour shifts back-to-back. Flexible rotors are part of the answer. Returners have to fit in with university timetables and terms. Let trusts organise their own local return packages. Dump the unis give the money to the trusts. Any other organisations that's losing 400 trained people a week with a fall in, recruit in recruitment is in trouble. Time is what we don't have. Keeping people is quicker and achievable. Barclay, or his successor, will have to realise in most places in England, the hospital is the biggest local employer. If they can't be the best employer, what are they? Thanks for listening, and I hope we'll speak to you soon.